positivity is not a condition. It is a state of mind. Hi, hope you're well. This is PD at the Art of Self-Development. This podcast is for everyone who's interested in psychology and who wants to develop the most useful people and life skills for yourself and for the people around you. Positive psychology. This is a relatively recent phenomenon where some folks who were interested in psychology got frustrated because most of psychology is really not very positive. If you read traditional psychology books, most of it is not particularly uplifting because traditionally what psychologists are concerned are pathologies, things that are wrong with the human psyche, and then maybe about how to make it normal again. Something is wrong, something's out of alignment in the human mind, and you need to work on it to make it less bad. That's generally the traditional psychological approach. Now, positive psychology is a little bit different, and I would say a little bit more useful. For myself, I've always been interested in psychology, but what frustrated the heck out of me when reading the textbooks was I couldn't really get anything or hardly anything workable from that, anything useful, anything that you could apply to get results. I'm not a trained psychologist, nor do I have formal training in psychology, but I do know that many people who do have this, who start to study psychology, they do that because they feel they need the answers themselves. They know they have some issues they want to work on. And for the most part, as far as I can tell, they're not very successful. They're not very successful at the end of their studies. And they're not particularly successful even after many years of practice. And this can be frustrating because you would think that when you learn something and when you learn to help other people, you should be able to help yourself, and it's not as easy as it may sound. This is why a psychotherapist, if he wants to make progress in his own life and his life issues, he needs the help of another psychotherapist, and he needs to let the other person do the job instead of trying to do it himself. That's the traditional approach to psychology. And while there's nothing wrong with it, I always like to do more and get more in less time. That's why I'm interested in positive psychology as kind of the shortcut version that cuts to the core and offers practical advice and practical tips and exercises to help you from where you are to get where you want to be. The term positive psychology I think was made famous by Martin Seligman, I hope I'm pronouncing it right, in his book and in his approach to psychology, which is very different in that it is a way of thinking and a way of seeing things, seeing ourselves, which is focused on the positive 
focused on our strengths rather than our weaknesses, which is very much unlike traditional psychology. That was the thing that was frustrating to me, because it's really difficult to focus on your weaknesses and keep focusing on your weaknesses and getting anything positive out of it. So what positive psychology does is the reverse. It's about focusing and building on our strengths. It is about being predominantly positive, which is a more helpful state of being. Why would we be negative in our outlook? Well, there are several reasons, and I've touched on this in one of the previous episodes, and we know that there are evolutionary reasons for that, in that in the times past, when we lived in the wild, in the African savannas and the like, it was much more important for our survival to focus on dangers than what made us feel good. Anticipating negatives, anticipating dangers, was the thing that kept you alive. But of course, nowadays, the same approach that we still biologically have can give us a lot of unnecessary trouble without moving us forward or without even keeping us safe. Oftentimes, it does the opposite. Now, this doesn't mean that we should only be positive. We should only look at the bright side. What it does mean is we have a natural tendency to be more negative than we need to be. And these days, we can benefit a lot from equalizing this or even becoming more positive than we otherwise would be. Again, this doesn't mean that we should ignore dangers or relevant information. In fact, it means we should learn to see the positives in the negatives. We need to have both kinds of input, but what we do with it is really the point. You know, it's not the problem that is the problem. It is what we do with it. It is how we cope with it. If we can maintain and train ourselves in a constructive way of dealing with problems, that's very much what positive psychology is about. It's the shift of perspective from what we naturally incline to do to what we need to do or what's helpful. So it can be very natural for many of us to be focused on what we can get, what we can take. Or in other words, to focus on money, for example, instead of contribution. Grasping what we can instead of letting ourselves grow, be open and contribute. So there are specific ways in which we can shift our perspective to be more positive and be healthier. Focus from money to experience is one of these. Money can never bring us happiness. It can give us comfort, but it doesn't make us happier. Experience can. If we buy something that can give us an experience, like really interesting vacation, that's one of the ways we can possibly use money. 
to be more positive, to enrich our lives. But it's a very rare thing to do. That's about the one thing that really money can be good for when it comes to positive psychology. There are other ways in which we can grow. Things like gratitude. Gratitude is big. It's about appreciating what we have, about being open to what we have and to what we can have, about not clinging, not being defensive. Social life is massive when it comes to positivity. The most positive people are almost always those who have the best and richest social life. So, if you think you're not positive enough, go out more. Do things. Try different activities. Talk to people. Make friends. See how you can enrich each other. Volunteering can give you a lot of positivity, a lot of growth, a lot of emotional growth. Being mindful, coming back to the present moment, instead of thinking about what you want, what you think you want, or what you think you should do, or what other people have that you don't. Mindfulness. Be present. Focus on growth and the future you. In one of the earlier episodes, I think it was called the shower exercise, I talk about this particular thing where you visualize and feel. You might want to go back to this one episode to really try out and implement this approach because it can be very powerful especially if you make it a day-to-day -day practice, part of your life. Practicing these things will make you more positive, more open, more friendly, and more appreciative of what you're getting in life, and will help you get rid of the natural blocks that we all have that prevent us from living our lives to the fullest. So pursue your passions, figure out and clarify on a regular basis what positive life means to you, what you want to achieve and how you want to live. Focus on growth without expectation, without entitlement, which again is and escape into the mind and into things that are not really real. Go back to the present and build on that. Whatever you get is the fuel that you can work with, that you can transform or just simply accept, depending on what it is and how it conforms, how it matches what you want in your life. Another little trick that you might use, and again this goes back to the morning ritual, is whenever you wake up in the morning, you're in a state where your mind is highly susceptible, where it's basically a resetting for the day. So train yourself to have at least one positive thought 
something that's really meaningful to you, focusing on growth and your future self, your ideal self. This will make positivity your default state, which it will be more difficult for your mind to go back from, and a little bit more natural for the whole day. So, be more open and think of things in more positive light, in constructive light. No matter what you get, is just the resource. You can forge anything you want from the experience you're getting. Spend some time thinking about what this means to you and come up with a technique or techniques that you can adopt that will get you closer to where you want to be. You're the sum total of your thoughts. Your thoughts create pictures which lead to your actions. Your actions create habits. Your habits create who you are. Who you are, in turn, determines what you can do. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Art of Self-Development. If you got some value out of this episode, or you know someone who might benefit from this podcast, tell your friends. For questions, suggestions, or insights, write me at pdartofsd at gmail.com. Keep doing your part to create the best possible life for yourself and others, and through what you do, Leave the world better than you found it.